Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we no longer talk about Animorphs because we've already done that. But we're not ready to say goodbye to Catherine Applegate and Michael Grant. Turns out they wrote more books. What? Books that we will be reading and casually discussing? You bet. Join us on the 1st and the 15th of each month as we morph into the Apple Grant Book Club. Every day now that I've gone to the barn, as I'm leaving, I think about when, Tim, when you were like, I just like, I know that they're horses and they live outside, but it's really weird to me that you don't bring them inside. And I was like, I, I can't. I physically cannot. Yeah. <laughs> I have no way to do this thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they won't fit in the house. They won't fit in the car. They won't fit in the house. I don't know what to do. It's, you ride them to the house. It's true. It's so cold in Wisconsin. I, and I live in a place that's not that cold, so it's kind of like mind blowing to me that the horses are just like, "What ifs? This Give me week, a blanket. I'm cool." Tomorrow night with the wind chill, where ponies oh. is getting down to negative twenty five. Oh, the polar vortex thing. Mm-hmm. Oh no! So, she needs like a horse snuggie. She has her heavyweight blanket on, which is like full body all the way up the neck, and I'm gonna go put her midweight on over top of it, so she just has uh-huh. two giant blankets on. And hope that that's good. what about her legs? Eh, they'll be fine. There's okay. really so the thing about the horse's legs is like there's not uh it's it's mostly bone right like it's bone and tendon. There's not a lot of meat on it, so they don't lose a lot of heat through their legs, and it's actually pretty good for them to stay on the cooler side, anyways. Okay. So it's not so bad. <laughs> the worst will be like breathing. <laughs> breathing will be oh yeah, and like the the nostril sticking together situation oh no pawns yeah but she'll be fine she's they left her she wasn't blanketed until i owned her and she came from michigan so she's had it worse oh yeah yeah Yeah. she's like yeah and now i blanket her and i'm like oh god i'm ruining her she's used to the good life now (laughs) she's well loved yeah fucking horses anyways this has been Horse girls light. <laughs> With 33% less hosts, Tim. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, that one works. That Damn one it. works. With 300% less hosts. Nope, 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 nope. <sighs> if we don't have less hosts, I guess that's where we have equal number hosts. That's true. It's a different host. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we have 125% less hosts. To <laughs> just say numbers now. <laughs> okay, but I'm assuming I know less about horses than Jenna. So what's the difference there? Oh, God. Uh, uh, so uh, subtract 33% and then add whatever my knowledge I score is. And not even, like, <laughs> like, this is so, I can't even make a goof about... <laughs> The mathematical difference between Casey and Jenna. There's no way to know, quite honestly. I know. (laughs) I know what we can do to resolve this. Yeah. We say there's 69% less than we all dab. (laughs) 
I'm into that. Hell yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You trying to not delay the inevitable anymore? <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I don't want to talk about this this man because he sucks so bad. Christopher sucks yeah. shit. He's the worst. <laughs> I think, though, I think there is one point where he starts to become self-aware. Uh, mm, I'm mm, ish. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that's a that's positive. No. Oh, no, like he becomes self aware and he's like, I do these things. I'm going to keep doing them. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. He was like, like I don't want to be this person. But then. Well, he, yeah, he doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. <that's> right. The- <laughs> <laughs> we all want to be something, you know, better or whatever, but it doesn't mean we're we yeah. executed. <laughs> But he realizes it. The first step is realizing it, right? Right? Yeah. This is this is AA. So. So. I don't know how much I should say. But I like I have like one sentence. Okay. I I have read further ahead. I will. Like I'll I'll let you know. I'm almost done with book three. And all I'm gonna say is it's it's really interesting. To look at characters from inside their head mm-hmm. versus the way that other people mm-hmm. see them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it's like, like when we read the David book, I was like, well, Christopher's going to be my favorite. And then we read the Christopher book and I'm like, please get me out of this flaming dumpster fire that is Christopher. <laughs> and then we go back to three. And if two had never happened... Christopher would still be my favorite. Like that's just oh no, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Like, yeah, it's just this is hmm. Like the the hot garbage that is Christopher does not seem to translate Ex- as hard to, to yeah yeah right. And the other characters are yeah, whatever. It's the little funny guy in the corner. So, but then you go into his head and you're like, I hate it here. Yeah, I I do hate it in his head, but I I have to say that that Michael Grant and I'm just gonna fully blame Michael Grant at this point. Okay. Uh, he pulled a Jedi mind trick on me, where like three quarters of the way through reading this book, I had the thought like, you know, there is something to be said for a character that is like shitty but genuinely like problematic and like like you're reading a character that's still good in like how it is written and how it is fleshed out as a person but just kind of a shitty person and then Mm -hmm. i was like what are you doing to me michael grant where i'm like well actually i do enjoy reading about this character even though he sucks shit so if if they were when they were writing the book they were like man i hope people don't like this guy Mm -hmm. then they have executed it masterfully you know right if they were intending him to be the worst and for us to hate him Mm -hmm. good job yeah yeah i feel like they must accomplished because like like... they're so incredibly good at characters yeah yeah but it it is also funny how we read book one david's perspective and we were all like fuck david yeah Mm -hmm. and then we read book two and it's christopher's perspective and we're all like fuck christopher yeah. Of course, like, yeah. more than just Christopher, 
But mostly Christopher. Mostly uh-huh. Christopher. Well, yeah. all all of them except April at this point for me. Yeah, fair. fair. I don't like Jaleel either. I'll say it. I, no. I don't like no. him at all. No. There's no. Don't like David. Don't like Christopher. Don't like Jaleel. April? He, yeah. Hanging my, he, my hopes on her. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Jaleel threw out a racist comment in this one, too. Yeah, he did. And I was like, yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, yikes to all of you. Thanks he also started to say something anti-Semitic and then was cut off. No, that was the that was the comment. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the comment that I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah. I, I got enough of that comment that I was like, mm, Yeah. Nope, not a fan of that. Not a fan of anything at all that he just said. Yeah. Yep. Nope. So can I okay? I'm yeah. Dying. Can I t- can I tell you guys my theory? Yes, please, yes. for the love Which of God. I'm sure Tim might be able to disprove at this point because you do know more. But um, yeah. I was wondering, I was I was marveling at how shitty all the boys are, and you know, even though I don't love April yet, how much I liked her more, and how I'm sitting there thinking like, what if Senna and like this kind of pl- comes into play at like the end of this part of the book, but like. What if Senna's making them shitty? Like she what if she's doing yeah. something to them that's like having them tap into these like really terrible parts of themselves and like amplifying them? Which like doesn't excuse their shitty behavior, but like No, no. But like so, cuz like April seems to be immune to it cuz like April's like her sister and like April I, uh, called her a bitch and like, you know, she she's not under the same spell, maybe, possibly. Anyway, that's my theory. So I read I read almost one book ahead. There's still like nine more after that. Uh so but I do want to revisit that comment because it does lead to some interesting stuff in book three. Okay. Yeah, Ooh. I'm not gonna like agree or disagree to it but it, it you, you set up an interesting conversation mm-hmm. tim what's it feel like to finally be the person that like knows more than everybody <laughs> no, else i've <laughs> never been in this position in my life oh, i'm feeling lordly over there <sighs> yeah i was i was the last one to show up to animorphs so like yeah this is like really? my first time yeah yeah i I didn't read that till like a few years ago. Well, me too. But were you after me? Yeah. Uh, well, okay, we might have been the same time. Uh-huh. But at least you knew what an animorph was going into it. That's true. Yeah, I thought it was a cartoon. I had no idea what it was. I mean, so the TV show was cartoonishly nutty. <laughs> Not to say that cartoons are bad. I'm saying like the the th- the whole thing was a cartoon. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're just throwing some casual shade. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I make cartoons. I could say these things. It's terrible. <laughs> um Yeah, I get I I get to like like live in this 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 little bit of superiority for like I don't know, a couple weeks and then I'll be behind again. No. Uh, yeah, cuz I'll like something'll come up and I won't read book 4 until we have to and Life finds yeah. a way. Life does find a way. 
But yeah, Christopher sucks. Yeah. Yeah. He super does. On like a multitude of levels. Yep. Yeah. Because like, you know, in the first part of the book, I'm like, oh, like you're kind of a dick, like from like a, a like a misogynistic standpoint. And now it's like, oh, you're also very racist. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> Great. Love that. Ugh. And also, like, I genuinely think that he is a pretty narcissistic person overall. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, very few redeeming qualities in this kid. Yeah. Uh, why did nope. why did Michael Grant do this to me? I'm fully just. I want you guys to know. I'm fully subscribed into Michael Grant. Wrote ninety five percent of this. Mm-hmm. It it definitely has a a Michael Grant feel to it i was trying to define it i was trying to come up with a word for it it's it's hard to define a grantism it is a grantism yeah it's very hard to define like i don't know it's again it's just the feel it's the feel of the book you read it and you're like ah michael yes (laughs) you're like man this situation sucks that must have been michael that wrote I mean, again, I've said this before, but when we, we talked to him about the website and he's like, yeah, it's going to be like dual tone. Like Catherine's going to be in the light side. And I'm going to be in the dark side. And I always think about that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's yeah. about right. <sighs> yeah, it's, and you know what? It's not even because like Catherine doesn't write stuff that's like harsh or dark. It's because her writing, you can always feel the hope in it. And yeah. Michael Grant is always like, we're all the world fucked. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was uh, we we had that conversation maybe an episode or two ago about how they had complete control of my emotions, but in two different directions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like twisting those Tim emotion knobs. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> emotion soundboard of your soul. Yeah, right. <laughs> my my soul board. Your, your soul, soul board. board. Where's the mute button on my soul board? I know, right? <laughs> I don't want to feel anything. I don't want to feel it anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Well, do you guys want me to start recapping so we can shit on this book a little more? I yeah. do. Okay, great. We're going to start strong. Christopher woke up shopping at Jewel, which is a real store that's right by me. Tim, have you ever been to a Jewel Osco before? No, but I saw one this weekend. Yeah, they yeah, exist. I They're real. I didn't. I didn't know what it was. Grocery store. I was like Jewel Osco. That tells me nothing. Yep. Yep. What? And I think this was back when it was just Jewel, and then Jewel bought Osco, and they became Jewel Osco. This is nothing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but like history. Why? Wait. So they took Osco's last name. Yeah, they did. When they got married. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> they're so married. Okay, Casey, I'm so sorry. What were you going to say? No, no. I just why are grocery stores named the way they are? Like I don't like know. out here we have Harris Teeter, Kroger, like I don't even know what else. I guess Food Lion is like the only like semi like there's food here. Like this is a grocery store. We have Jewel, we have Meyer, we have uh, yeah, whole, whole Foods. And- yeah. It's a real store. Whole, Fo- Whole Foods, yeah. Aldi? What's a fucking Aldi? What's I thought it was like an Aldi? auto repair What's Lidl? shop. What's Trader Joe's? Yeah. Foods, food City. Food City makes sense. Yeah, you, you absolutely know what you're getting into with a Food City. Food City, yeah. Like, 
what the why why are grocery stores named after people i don't even know if they're people yeah i don't know what the fuck someone help explain america explain okay anyway go yeah yeah so we're in a jewel and he's looking for yogurt and he keeps repeating this yogurt thing to this woman who's like looking at him like he's insane uh, but he's quickly catching up to the real world and downloading all of his experiences that he missed while he was in Everworld. And uh, so as he's buying meat and coffee filters and then standing in line, the panic of Everworld sunk in and he's like, oh God, I gotta get out of here. I gotta leave this store. I'm just gonna leave without paying. It's fine because I'm white and privileged. No one will stop me. Legit what he thinks. Uh so anyways, he pays for it because he has, I guess, a moment of morality or something. I don't know. Good uh, for you, Christopher. Good, good for job. you. You did the bare minimum, Not committing buddy. a crime. Congrats. <sighs> anyways, he goes home and his dad's there and he makes some terribly lewd joke to his dad. And that's fucking weird as hell. And his dad's making a shitty dinner and he's like, my dad sucks. He cheated on my mom when she was pregnant, being lawyer of the year with my younger brother. That's right. We have another lawyer of the year on our hands, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that hardened his mother, which is a weird thing to say about your mom. Like, he was clearly like, I'm blaming her for not loving me as much as I think she should because my dad cheated on her. It was the weirdest fucking way to do this. Whatever. Mother should be soft. Like Mother women. should be soft and gentle with and me. S- yeah, she should have loved me the, more. Like, curves. Maybe, Christopher, Bosom. you should have worked on being more lovable. Have you ever thought of that? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, God, this is terrible. Anyways, uh, Christopher started making up some excuses because he's like, oh, I should leave and like go meet up with everybody else, see if they're in the real world instead of Everworld. But then he's like, actually, I just want my mommy. And so he stays home. That's that whole chapter. He does do that. He does do that. You guys ready for what he does next? Oh, no. No. Me either. Okay, so he's watching TV, like sitcoms. Everybody loves Raymond and shit like that. And he's like enjoying the simplicity and predictability of it and the laugh tracks and the one-liners. And he's trying not to think about how he's trapped in the Everworld on the other side with Loki and Loki's son. And then the phone rings. It's April. She's calling to be like, hey, we should meet up and do this thing. David and I are at Starbucks. And, you know, also, hey, buddy, you fell asleep. You were supposed to be on watch. You didn't. You just fell asleep. You left us exposed and everything. And he doesn't care. He just goes off on her. He's like, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. There's nothing to solve here. We're in a helpless situation. Get the fuck off the phone. And then he hung up very rudely. And then his brother was eavesdropping on this whole conversation was like what you're trapped where are you trapped what the hell and there's this super super awkward exchange where it goes from being mildly about how christopher is racist to christopher screaming he has black friends he's sleeping with one right now and then his brother's like okay so you're gay and then there's a whole homophobic thing that happens and christopher's like i'm just gonna go watch sitcoms (laughs) yeah He's basically like, no, I didn't mean like that, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it, But it's not like how I'm saying it, which might be like just somebody saying like, no, that's not how I meant it, which might be a comment, which is you trying to explain that that's not how you meant it. It just sounded like that. Nope, it goes super homophobic. So there we go. That's fun. <laughs> that's super fun. 
Okay. All right. Worst. All right, Christopher. Okay. All right. So nobody was prepared for that. Christopher then wakes up in Everworld, and April's putting her hand over his mouth and shushing him because something is approaching them. And they're trying to prepare. David has his sword, and Christopher reaches towards his axe, but his fingertips find it, and then something lands on his shoulder, and there's a sharp point pressed against his neck, and he's frozen with his fingertips just brushing the axe. And a voice asks, friend or foe? And Christopher's like, friend? Because, like, what does he care? Uh, And then, oh, yeah, so then the creature's like, show us you are friend and so Christopher stands up slowly because this needle thing is still against his neck and he's like trying to stand up without getting stabbed uh and then the forest lights up and it's way worse than they thought there's like 25 or so man-sized insect creatures that are like super fucking weird with pointy snouts like giant mosquito things and all these firefly bugs that are the size of pigeons which sound delightful and then there's these small little sharp-nosed ones like what was on Christopher and Christopher's like who are you people Great question, Christopher. <laughs> Great question. Yeah. I was so glad to be back in Everworld where Christopher can worry about other things than being <laughs> racist and homophobic. Uh, and we got some new creatures. Feels very, very Animorphs. Yeah. But this like weird race of people. Yeah, these weird uh, bug guys. So yeah, they're like these giant gray alien bug creatures with... with blue irises but like red eyeballs so you know we're like very familiar to us with the howlers and so on mm-hmm. so yeah this was very animorphs i did like this quite a bit also they seem cool like not to spoil what's coming up next but they seem cool as fuck yeah oh, yeah. yeah they were they were all right yeah they were fine all right i feel like i'm just flying through this yeah, you know why? Because there's not a lot of room for goofs not... with a lot of the stuff yeah. that Christopher does. Like I'm not, I don't have any goofs. Like he said terrible stuff, and I'm like, I don't, I don't got a joke for that. That just sucked. Yeah, there's <laughs> there was nothing good. I I am in love with these fireflies that are the size of pigeons, though. Yeah, it's not yeah. really goof material. I just no. really <laughs> like them. Yeah, I think they're neat. Yep, they're just pretty fucking neat. <laughs> All right. I'll I'll keep I'll keep going. We'll yep. see what happens. Uh, so Julia recites the cover story to these uh, bug creatures that we find out are called Kuhatch, which was a very funny name, and I giggled every time I read it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "We are traveling minstrels for the Vikings," and uh, yeah, they really they, the Kuhatch really only care about one thing, and that's that these guys are carrying Viking weapons, and they're like, "Hey, those are shitty." Yeah. And then it holds out its its bug arm, one of its six bug arms towards Christopher. And Christopher, five minutes ago, was like, I will never give up my weapon again. He immediately gives up his weapon, hands it over. Then this thing, <laughs> in a move that I was assuming directly stepping to Tim, takes this axe and just whips it end over end. It sticks perfectly in the tree. <laughs> no problem at all. Directly against Tim. Yeah, he's challenging me for my... My my axe throwing, my axe throwing title. Yeah, Tim has a belt. Mm. Tim has an axe throwing belt. Wow, he won the competition. Hell yeah! And I will say, I, I went axe throwing with Tim this weekend. Still very very good. He still got it. Still, <laughs> and you didn't cut your head so, open. 
I didn't. Another man did. A man right Another next man to it did. did. Yep. Yep. I did not. It didn't see him do it. Just saw him holding the paper towel against his head. Yeah. But was very curious how he pulled that off. I think I was he, like, that is a that is a move. Yeah, that's a that is a move. It's impressive that he cut the back of his own head off. Wait, off? No. Well, into it. <laughs> There's yeah. just brain matter. He, nope. cut, he cut a big divot. Like even when it you know stopped bleeding, it was still pretty prevalent. So so wow. some dude gives himself a paper cut on his head. Not interesting. Mm-hmm. Not an interesting story. Some dude chops off part of his head. That's an interesting story. So we we, we just dress it up a little bit. Uh, Did this guy actually strike himself in the head with an axe? Yes. 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 (laughs) Are we going to make it sound like super dramatic for story, for narrative purposes? It's poetic license. I wonder if he didn't even hit it with the blade. He like hit it with the blunt end. It's just like like a blunt force trauma thing instead of like an actual cut. Yeah. But, like, the back of the X, it's still kind of pointy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying on the back yeah. side? I got to assume that's what he did. Yeah. It was their first it, time throwing axes, so. Uh, maybe should be their last. Yeah. Some kind of OSHA violation there. <laughs> also, not they to make call you sign my... a waiver? Yeah, they do. They super make you sign a waiver. Okay. And, like, not to call myself out here, but at one point, while they were tr- still trying to figure out the whole axe throwing thing, they did said you say you only have to get the tip in there. And I said, that's what she said very loudly. Very, was, very loudly. Yes. Very awkward. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because it was it was that whole moment where they just stared at Alex like, was that to our... Because co- it fit perfectly to our comment, but was it to our comment? Of course it was, sir. <laughs> You just said, I only have to get the tip in. Of course, this was directed at, I was looking at them even to prove to them my comment was to them. Whatever. These guys suck. What can I say? They suck at throwing axes. They cut their own head open. They didn't laugh at my very funny, that's what she said joke. To be fair, neither did anyone else. My own friends betrayed me, but all right. I laughed after the fact. Casey, you would have laughed if you were there because you're not a betrayer. (laughs) You're not the oath breaker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyways, I thought it was funny. It's amazing. I thought it was pretty good. Anyways, axe throwing stories aside, let me tell you a different axe throwing story. It's about the coup hatch. So they threw this axe perfectly into the tree, and uh, they're like, yeah, this weapon sucks. And you'd be thinking, like, it's stuck in the tree. What do you mean it sucks? Well, let me tell you how. A second later, it takes its, like, middle arm and pulls open the side of its own body, and then Christopher's like, oh, my God, it's wearing clothing. I didn't expect that. And it pulls out this thing that looks kind of like a metal fan blade with a round hole in one side of it. They throw it at the tree, and the blade passes through with zero resistance. Like, it's so perfect. It's like the anime thing where it, like, shink, and then, like, it's still fully together, and then a second later, it's, like, as it comes apart. And then as the whole top of the tree starts tumbling down, somebody just casually yells, Timber! And it's, like, falling towards all the kids and all of the hatch, and they casually just all start producing these fucking axe weapons and throwing it at the tree, 
And like the blades are passing through this thing with zero resistance and then returning to their hands. They're catching them somehow. And the tree just falls neatly into firewood around everybody without hitting a singular person, which is buck wild. Badass. I don't mean to like, I'm going to step away from the Kuhat story for just a second. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I actually want to talk about is Alex's future career in tree foley work. Yeah. Um, the sounds that you just made were so immersive that I felt like I was there. I felt like the Kuhatch had just cut down a tree right in front of me. I think, I think really we need to, we need to find a tree related story and get Alex to record the mm-hmm. the, the audio foliage. version of it. The, the, oh, oh <laughs> God! I've been waiting for you to make that joke, and you weren't, oh. and you weren't, and you oh. weren't, and now oh. I had to come in and do it. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> this, is, this is my existence. This is what I do. I just wander around and tee up jokes for Alex and Jenna. That's that's my life. And then they're all like, how did you not see the obvious foliage joke? And I'm like, I don't know, because I'm dumb, I think. I don't know. I never would have seen it. Holy you God. You couldn't see the forest through the trees, too? <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> just lumbering so around through these in this- jokes. We're in this wrestling match of wits, and Alex has pinned me like 10 minutes ago, and she's still beating me, and everybody in the crowd's like, somebody stop the damn match, it's over! You can't, you can't, and she's still just pounding me. I'm playing chess, not checkers, Tim! (laughs) (laughs) Gonna twist his dick off! (laughs) Oh no... Foliage. That's so good. Yeah. Damn it. It was. It was. I was waiting for it. I was like, I'm incredible. Tim's got this. No. He's got nope. it. Nope. 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 For sure. As soon as you said Foley work, I was like, Well, this is coming. It's coming. Come on. The pun's coming. I was just too busy making fun of you for making tree noises when you were telling us. And then it was like, and then it was. Like, those are cat noises, Tim. I, I don't do good tree foliage. I don't do good foliage. <laughs> you didn't bring me here for my foliage. It wasn't so for your good. peeping work. <laughs> and apparently not for my puns either. <laughs> just 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 for my pun setup work. I'm like a pun hype man. Listen. We can't we can't pictures. all just be listen, if we all did the puns and there was no setup man, we'd have nothing. You are the foundation on which yeah. we build our pun castles. <laughs> you just called me the pun like working man. Yeah. Like you're just up in your pun ivory you're, tower. And you're my pun miner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Find those veins of gold and then I reap the rewards. <laughs> Pun capitalism, and I hate it. It's pun. That's why we only pay you in pun dollars because you can only spend them at the pun company store. It's a whole thing we've got going on. 
punctuation. It's there's something there and I can't get it oh. now. I can't do anything with it. I'm too rattled. <laughs> I'm very rattled right now. Oh no. I just got knocked off my my pun horse in the pun joust. Oh no. Pun jabbed me. Pun jabs a country. That's something. There's something. Yep. yep. I'm, I'm, Come on, I'm you've got it. God, you've got it. Come on. <laughs> Gonna be punished. <laughs> I can't. All right, so back to the coup hatch. Okay, back to the coup hatch. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's really only one thing left in this chapter, and that's basically that, like, Christopher turns around and he he was like, this would be threatening if it wasn't a sales pitch. Everybody's like, ah, it's a sales pitch. It's <laughs> scarier than a threat in Everworld. I'll give you these four Kuhatch steel knives. But listen, all you have to do is sit for a two-hour video Tape about the coup hatch timeshare. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, the prize is still yours. It is. Either oh either way, you're going home with this coup hatch steal. Coup hatch. And a sandwich. Marketing. Yeah. And a sandwich. <laughs> they're, 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 yeah, if you buy this coup hatch steal and sell it to <laughs> 10 other children, they're selling like oceanfront property. It's just, you're going to be chained. On a big wall. It's really it's still oceanfront property. It is. They're not lying. They're not lying. For your week of the year and for yeah. only two hundred dollars a month, God. you too can be chained to a wall. Can be chained to a wall at Loki's Castle, a very exclusive location. <laughs> Have you ever seen a sheep sacrifice in front of you? Well, you're about to. Oh my god. Can we make travel posters? Yes. Yes. Oh, we should. Oh, we should. (laughs) Yes, we should. For the Everworld timeshares? (laughs) Yes. They fly spirit air, obviously. Ooh. Should we get, shall I go through this next wild interaction that happens? Yes. Okay. They go to a clearing. Well, it wasn't a clearing, but it was a rock. That was nothing. Uh, that was, again, just for Tim. I swear to God. It, was a, it wasn't a clearing till the Kuhatch made it so. What I was going to say. So anyways, they started a campfire, and they, like... We're making like steel and flint, and they're like, "This steel is shitty. It's not." Just so you know, FYI, this isn't our steel. Again, this is just a weird sales pitch. And then the coup hatch were like, "Let's trade, kids." And the kids dug through all of their shit. Like April, of course, had the most, but like they had keys and Advil, a CD player, Swiss Army knife, and they're like, "Well, that Swiss Army knife's a little bit cool." But the thing of interest, of true interest, was April's chemistry textbook. So she opened it up to a certain page, which was about making steel, and they liked it. And I don't, I don't really understand that because, like, they could make perfect steel. So, like, why are you trying to sell them with other, more different, more shitty steel? But like, all right. Uh, so then they're like, "Hey, here's this cool textbook. It tells you how to make all this shit." And they're like, "All right, let's trade. What are we trading for?" And they're like, "Well, we'll give you steel." And they're like, 
no, we're giving you steel. And they're like, we give you steel, you give us steel. I give you steel, you give me steel. And they're like, what? What? And then David's like, give me the fucking axe. And they're like, it takes three years of training and only a lucky few survive through it because it cuts through your foot if you drop it. It cuts through your hand if you try to catch it. Stupid. People die all the time. And David's like, give me the axe though. I want it. Or a gun. I'll also accept a gun. A thing that these people don't know what it is. It doesn't make any sense to them. David? So anyways... April and Jaleel were like, hey, buddy, the axe, no bueno. You're stupid. You don't know how to do it. Takes three years of training. They just said that. Don't be an idiot. So David, like, I guess, settles down a little bit, and they take Jaleel's Swiss Army knife, and they're like, okay, we can make this into steel and trade for your textbook. At first, they're ready to do the deal. Then, as they're going to hand it over, they're like, hey, wait a second. Jaleel especially was like, hey, wait one, wait one tiny millisecond, one second. Um, if they read that book, they can extrapolate how to make explosives. And the only thing that comes of this is everybody mocking Jaleel for using the words extrapolate. Just so stupid. That's not the takeaway that should have fucking happened. But that is no, the takeaway. We're <laughs> watching Jaleel's kindness. I, yes! <laughs> Correct! Correct! <laughs> Oh, this is exactly how it it's, happens. It's yep. fucking Zero's kindness. Yep. Zero's yep. kindness. They're going to release a quantum human virus on Everworlds before the books are done. Yeah. Do you want Koo Yerks? Because this is how you get Koo Yerks. And you know this is going to come back later. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. There's no oh. way this doesn't come back later. Oh. Oh. Yeah, this I is hope. fucked. I hope they come back and they just have, like, Handouts of the periodic table. <laughs> oh my god, what if they This did is that? what we learned. What if, what if, stick with me here, Tom Lehrer is a coup uh, hatch. Jesus And Christ. they come up with the elements song. So literally <laughs> we're like, this is going to come back to bite us. This is going to come back to bite us. But the true magic was they now are allied <laughs> with the Vikings because the Vikings are like, our minstrels left. They're like, we've got Adamonius, Nicolai, aluminum, <laughs> <and> hydrogen, <laughs> oxygen, nitrogen, radium. And they're like, oh my God. The minstrels, we have them. They were they were with us the whole time. Also, Kuhat steel is adamantium. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a hundred percent like. Oh. This is just waiting to get melted onto somebody's skeleton. Oh, within seconds, they'll have somebody in a dunk tank ready to mm-hmm. <laughs> pop gun it in. Oh no! Which Gross. is basically what happened yeah. to Wolverine. Yeah. If yeah. Be honest. <laughs> yep. And it only worked because of his rapid healing power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah! Yep. <laughs> yep. Fucking Zero's kindness all up in this bitch. Yep. Fucking loved it. But, like, now I'm on a journey where, like, I feel slightly bad for Jaleel because, like, I know what happened to Zero when he did this. And I don't mm-hmm. want to feel bad for him because he's a dick. And Zero <laughs> was trying something different mm-hmm. and I can I respect Ciro and the the choices that were made even though they didn't work out and I don't want to respect Jaleel so why haven't we made from hero to Ciro t-shirts that's a great question wow that should be a thing wow. but it's really just like a sliding like scale hero yeah to <laughs> yeah there you go Ciro hero to Ciro <laughs> You're not a hero. You're a zero. 
Which like is that's like, not some they, shit Andalite no. said on their planet. Oh yeah, that like the the sickest burn. Yeah, of like these three people. Like <laughs> you, you really torched the the Animorph fan with that one. Got him. Got that Got Animorphs fan. Possibly two entire people you talk to in your life will realize what that is, recognize the name, remember the plot of the book, and call <laughs> up what the insult is. <laughs> I'm confident. I know our audience. That's true. That's true. Now that we, if we say in the Discord, I feel like it will, people will be like, ooh, that's a, that's a little harsh, buddy. Yeah. And then we'll have a 48-hour intense discussion about Ciro's kindness and whether or not it was, <laughs> whether right, it was or right or wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Joke's on you. It wasn't right or wrong. It was just the thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the whole point of Animorphs is there's no right and wrong. It's just, that's a line you have to determine on your own, children. That's my favorite is is watcher casey yeah <laughs> it's just what? like all i do is observe the universe elemist casey maybe the casemist casey mist i'm the two <laughs> and she's on the spice again yeah, she, she, yeah. <laughs> god damn it <laughs> Did we explain the spice jokes? No, I don't probably not. Because okay. you know you're uh, you're posh, obviously. So, so 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 I just watched Dune not long ago, but Casey has these blue light glasses, and the lights in her house make her eyes—not just like the, the the colored portion of the eyes, the entire eye—light up that same exact blue, and it's amazing. <laughs> so we keep making mm. gifts about Casey being on the spice. I got the spice. Yeah. Oh my god! So, chemistry so, book. Oh, chemistry dude. book. They're gonna trade it. They're gonna trade this chemistry. They do eventually agree to this after very little debate. Uh, and so April hands over the the book, the Swiss Army knife, and then in like the weirdest, most dismissive way, Christopher narrates April finding what he assumes to be a female uh, Kuhatch. Assumes. We don't know. And so she goes off for some girl talk in a very condescending way. An alien species. He doesn't know whether or not this is, but all right. Okay. Whatever, Christopher. Uh, the boys all watch the knife being forged because I don't know. They're idiots. And uh, but, 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 mm, mm, yeah, yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent what I would do. Yeah. I'd be like, well, this shit's going to be neat. Let me go watch it right now. Yeah. 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 Well, it is neat. Yeah. You're not wrong. It is very neat. They, like, have, like, cool, like, steel powder, and they use their, like, little insect proboscis nose to, like, blow air into it while they forge it with fire and everything and make little Swiss Army knife pieces and then assemble it. While they're doing that, April goes and gives gets the entire fucking history of the coup hatch and how they came here. They've been here for 100 years. They have no way to go home. The plight of the people is with April. She is in tears over their story. She knows all about them. And the boys were like, I want to cry too because I just want to go home. And they can't go home. I can't go home, I think. Because, you know, Christopher. Yeah. Even though he was just home. 
It's just home. They literally go home every time they go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Christopher. Check your privilege. Check your fucking privilege. The Kuhatch don't have nighttime home. <laughs> they don't go home in the night. They don't go home they at all. They don't go home at all, Christopher. They stay here for a hundred years, dying, isolated from their people, away from their minds and their families and their villages, all the things April found out about. And you get to go to Jewel fucking Osco in your spare time. And watch Everybody yogurt. Loves Raymond. You could watch anything. You could watch any show. You could watch the fucking Lord of the Rings movies. And your choice is Everybody Loves Raymond. So I think you're the fucking problem. <laughs> This is how uh, I feel. <laughs> I feel like I should defend Everybody Loves Raymond, but I've never seen it. I've seen all of it multiple times. It was one of my parents' favorite shows, so I can tell you it is it is terrible. Have I <laughs> laughed at parts of it? Yeah, sure. But like it's real bad. Like it's real misogynistic and real fucking weird and shitty most of the time. Also, Debra. Yeah, Deborah. <laughs> fucking. Anyways, I don't know. But Boris Cabrera was on an episode. So wasn't that show? Mm-hmm. He was the football player that uh, Frank took the football from the game. That was like his, like whatever his great accomplishment was at the football game. So he wanted the game ball to give to his dad, and Frank took it and ran. And so everybody's mad at Frank. And then eventually, because the whole town hates Frank, he calls him on the phone says I have the football I'm going to hand it over to you so he hands it over to him and it's Boris Cabrera's the football player that did all this stuff and then he hands the football to his dad and so he like does, does that thing where like dad I owe you my football dreams thank you so much <laughs> I've seen the show I've seen it okay was it a football or was it a skunk it was a, it was a football Aww. it wasn't a skunk it wasn't like the tv show where it was a little skunk Somebody off camera threw the skunk plushie to him and he cradled it like a football. Which is adorable. I love that. I know you still, I still have to get you that poster of that screenshot from the show. (laughs) And Boris is a fucking delight. So he is. I hope he's doing well. We haven't really heard from him. I, I think, I think I've been transported into Everworld. Yeah. And I'm now sitting here on Everybody Loves Raymond Anonymous. <laughs> Why? Because we're talking about Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah. yeah. We just recapped an entire episode. Yeah. And you know what? I did it more efficiently and succinctly than any other <laughs> fucking thing I've ever recapped, <laughs> which is terrifying. Uh. Yeah, that was that episode. Hooray. We did yeah. it. We did it. We talked about Boris Cabrera and everybody else. <laughs> oh, Christopher. Christopher, Christopher, Christopher. <laughs> Anyways. All right, let's talk about this next do chapter, you, kids. Do you see what you've done, Christopher? Mm-mm. Do you see what hell you've wrought? We are now talking about everybody <laughs> loves Raymond. You did this, Christopher. Christopher, you did this. Yes. Not us. You. He also like stuck on this Everybody Loves Raymond podcast for a hundred years. I don't get to go night. night, I don't don't get to go night home. (laughs) No night home for Tim. Tim just has to talk Everybody Loves Raymond. (laughs) Hey, what about the one where they all go to the the Uh, old people's club (laughs) and they all swim naked together? What about that one, Tim? That sounds terrible. It's all naked old men. No. 
The other day, I just started <laughs> thinking about this one episode. <laughs> what the shit is going on? <laughs> Alex is <laughs> okay. taking off on a rocket ship to everybody's love to Raymond planet. <laughs> and we're just standing on the moon like, bye. <laughs> Sorry, tell your story. It's Are the, you sure you want me to? <laughs> yeah, we're we're standing on the Ray Moon. The Ray Moon. <laughs> Nobody loves Ray Ramuno. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> anyway, okay. Yes, so please tell your story. <laughs> The other well, the other day I was thinking about the episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, where he writes the eulogy for his dad before his dad dies, and they find it, and it starts this whole family drama because, like, you know, how could you write this? Your dad isn't even dead yet. Blah 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 blah. And then, like, at the end of it, it's actually because his mom was mad that he didn't write anything for her, and he had only written it about his dad, and like that it was uh, this whole other inner family argument about like how, you know, the older brother didn't write anything and well, it makes sense because Ray's the writer and he's like, but I'm the first part. It was this whole weird fucking episode. But I was thinking about it the other day because sometimes, do you ever just like write eulogies in your head? Like, just like, just in case, like, I just want to have an outline for somebody who may be on the way out. No. (laughs) Okay. Moving right along. So, Christopher. So, no, hang on. I did have an idea for a podcast one time that was called Eulogy, where you would write eulogies for your friends. Okay. While they were alive. I love and that. They would be re- I know. I, I thought That's it was great. a fun thing. Can we and then do I was that? Like, sure. Yay. Sure. We just have people write in eulogies and then we would read them on the podcast. That sounds and amazing. I, I didn't figure out whether or not to be like anonymous or anything. But. Ooh. Could yeah. Be optional. Yeah. Maybe yeah. optional um, anonymous. Like, oh, yeah. I want that motherfucker to know what I think about that. I know. Or like... <laughs> because I would hope most of them would be like goofy and upbeat. They would. Yeah. 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 Eulogies are like, like prime a bunch time of like, for goofs. Not like I'm glad you're dead, even though you're not dead. That would be kind of weird. It'd take a dark <laughs> I, turn. I would kind of want one of those. Just one though. <laughs> <laughs> Just one comment. I literally just the other day, like shout out to to Jeff, who is always correcting my science on this show. Um, I hired him to write a eulogy for me because he said he was very good at it, and I said, "Okay, when I die, you need to." So like he could be one. He could write. A Wait, eulogy hold, for on. This. Yeah. hold on, hold on. I didn't pay on. him. I just hired yeah, him. No, 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 oh, okay. not great. Not the issue. Yeah, <laughs> you hired him to write a eulogy about you. Yeah, for when I die. Who were you going to give it to to read? Jeff. <laughs> okay, can I tell you about my dream for when I die? Tim needs to recover. You. I. Mm. There's There's a lot, and I mean a lot, to unpack there. Yep. Listen, listen, you're ne- it's never too early to start planning your death and get comfortable with the idea yeah. sure. of your mortal impermanence. I don't know about the idea of planning your own eulogy, though. Like, were you going to well, proofread it? Were you going to no. be like, no, this <laughs> no. is unacceptable, Jeff. No, no, he can say whatever Stru- he wants. Full creative You need to freedom. talk about my, my great philanthropic works. No, I can I can I tell you my dream about when I die? Oh. Which I assume will happen any day now. Jeez. <laughs> so my I mean, dream. Have you met my, Pony? 
Have you met Pony? It's just a <laughs> ticking time bomb at this point. Um, so my my dream is that so the people that are blood related to me have like no idea that I do any podcast really. Like they might know, but they don't know what it's about. They don't listen. They like nobody nobody really knows. So they have no idea that like my everyday world of people that I know and love is all of these like vibrant, different, funny, amazing people that I have in my life because they don't, they don't give a shit. I don't talk to that. It's fine. So I want so bad for like my family is coming to like my funeral and like they're going to say some shit about me and then a whole bunch of fucking 90% Southerners show up and just give the funniest <laughs> fucking eulogies about like the shit that we joked about, the shit that we do, and to my family to have no fucking clue what they're talking about. <laughs> that is my dream. I'm like, this would be so fucking funny because they'd be like, who are these people? And then like you guys would just be telling these like amazing stories about like shit. Like, and I want it to be like an episode of whatever the fuck we work on because I think that would be like even better. That's my death dream. Okay. Fuck yeah. So, anyway, so I think about that episode sometimes where everybody loves Raymond because of this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if we start the eulogy podcast. Yeah. Which I think is a great idea. I think it's an amazing idea. Jeff's eulogy of you <laughs> should be the first one that we yeah. read. Episode okay. one. Episode one. Jeff's eulogy for Alex. Yep. <laughs> Makes sense. I've already hired him. We already have episode yeah, one in the that's bag. True. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. He's been thinking about it. He's ready. <laughs> oh, shit. That's I like. I can think of nothing better than all of the Southerners descending upon the Canadian funeral, and just saying things like just words. Yeah. Even like, <laughs> everybody will be like, Who, "What the fuck? <laughs> How do you Kill know you. all these people from the deep south? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Did a stint in Georgia." <laughs> And I hope that I can eventually con Phil. It's, this isn't on me. This is my responsibility. I'm dead. But I hope that I can, from the afterlife, con Phil into going through Ouija board conversations that I will immediately have with Phil so that he can just walk in and be like, I'm going to punch you all in your goddamn Appalachian <laughs> mouth. Because that is also a dream. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Is this not what you guys think about when you're driving in the car on the way to work? No. What do you guys do? I I talk to myself. What, like normal shit? I have no idea what I think about in the mornings on my way to work. No? I think I'm on autopilot. I think the brain is still buffering. That's fair. Yeah. Let us know tomorrow. I will. Yeah. With the self-awareness. Yeah, 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 I know. That's what, all I'm going to be thinking about is the fact that I'm thinking about yeah. what I think about. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is not a good experiment. Okay, so forget forget what about it, and then yeah. we'll remind you tomorrow. There you go. And then you okay. Can, yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. That's perfect. <sighs> 
I think if it's eulogies like Y-O-U, that's perfect. Eulogies. Oh, oh, there oh, you yeah. go. That's cute. Yeah. That's cute. That's, That's perfect. A, I love that idea. It's just saying all the nicest, best parts about your friends and all your fondest memories yeah, of them. It's right? beautiful. Yeah. And maybe a little bit of hate mail in there for so spice. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a good idea. Yeah. I liked it. It's a great idea. Hmm. Alex needs another podcast. I oh, do. Yeah, for sure. I don't yeah. think I have enough. Yeah. <laughs> You've got so much spare time. Yeah. I need to collect more people to give me eulogies at this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Shall I continue to summarize this book? Have we yeah, gone sufficiently we have a, wild enough? We could have a baby sheep episode. Sheep episodes? Yeah. For the baby Fuck. sheep? That yeah, are- did I... F- did I fuck that up? The fuck's a baby sheep called? A lamb. A lamb. Fuck. What's a you? Uh, the a a female. female sheep. E, e, Damn it. E. We could have a, a female you sheep was... episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there yeah. <laughs> I got, I'm good to say I'm a sheep now. episode. People. Oh, that was a baby sheep. Damn it. We could also it's have a lamb episode. I don't know. A lamb episode. Lamb blast them. Are you, you just couldn't let me have one, could you? You had to just jump on with your lambda zone and just just be better than me all the time. It's okay, too. Sorry. I'll buy you a <laughs> lamb rover on. to make up for it. <laughs> lamb rover. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds like a bit out of Zootopia. It's just a lamb. It's just you a just lamb. just ride the lamb around. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'll just put a little antenna over one ear. (laughs) Monsters. All right. Allow me to shepherd this summary back in. Oh. (laughs) Before Tim cries wolf again. Which is both book and lamb pun related. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Uh, Christopher's being a little bitch. He's complaining. He's like, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I'm tired. I won't be here. I'm hungry. Someone help. And so the boys get into a fight. Because what else are they going to say when they're hungry and tired and everything? So they just like go ahead with like racist shit, which I'm not going to repeat. Nope. Other anti-Semitic shit, which I'm not going to repeat. Nope. And then they like get in each other's faces and are just like nose to nose, like puffing out their chest, like teeth bared. And April's like, all right. Well, like first David tries to like step in the middle of them. And then like he gets like five feet away and he's like, actually, no, I don't want to. I don't want to be here. So April gets between them and pushes them apart. And he's like, hey, knock it off. Eventually... Because April's there and it's so ridiculous and she's telling bits, they do step back a little bit. Then April makes them all stand shoulder to shoulder. And she's like, just so you guys know, we need each other. You need me. I need you. We all need each other. We all have to be together. We all understand that. And so Christopher is like, ah, yes, we do need each other. Like how I need April sexually right now. This is a very appropriate scenario to think about how much I sexually need her right now. And April's basically like, hey, buddy, no, this is never going to happen. 
So then he's like, okay, well, whatever. Fuck you, April. And she's like, and the next time you get into a fight, you're going to fight naked so I can be entertained. Homophobia ensues and everybody laughs. Jaleel then apologizes to David, but Christopher and Jaleel never apologize to each other. Instead, Christopher waits 20 minutes and then asks Jaleel if they should go into the jungle for food. And he's like, "That that's pretty much an apology, I think. Yep. Yikes on bikes. Yep. Yikes on bikes. Yikes on bikes. <laughs> <laughs> We're not against you on this. We're not, We're not against you on this. <laughs> um, yeah. Hated all of that. Yeah. Fucking hated all of that. Yeah. yeah. There was never a moment where I liked any of that. Yeah. I'm not even like, oh, yeah, April, whip those boys into shape, because I hate that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, yeah. Like, there was just no good. No. Mm -mm. No. Even April in that moment, I'm like, hey, buddy. No. Yeah. No. I would have let him, I would have let him fight. I would have been like, go. Fuck you. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck these idiots. Let them fight it out. They're tired and hungry. They're going to throw like two punches and then lay down and cry. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I would have punched them. Uh, All of them. They're just... I don't know. I don't know. I can't... Go ahead, Tim. Well, it's like you you talk about the, the group mom. And how April yeah. has to be the group mom. Yeah. But it's like a group mom band-aid. Mm-hmm. It's like, all you did was just kind of move when all this stuff's going to blow up, you know? Yeah, you postponed it. Yeah, and I'm not, I I wasn't mad at April for doing it. Like, she did her best with it. But it's like, they're garbage. You can't fix garbage. and <laughs> You know? Yeah. I'm interested to see where this goes in the future, because, like, I don't know. I mean, so I did like the individual character moments of, like, Jaleel apologized to David. Christopher did not apologize to Jaleel. Like, what does that mean? Like, you know, other than Christopher's terrible. Like, I still felt like their individual character shone through. Right. Which I guess is nice, even though I fucking hate all of them. Yeah, and it definitely is setting up like the next bits of this, and I'm assuming further on, where like Jaleel and Christopher, they're they're still very much in an argument, whereas Jaleel and David are not. And like, there's yeah. multiple moments later on where like Christopher would be like, "Yeah, Jaleel gave me a side eye, and you know he was clearly still pissed," or like he did, and it's like Jaleel's judging him very hard. Ugh. I'm trusting you, Michael Grant, to redeem these fucking characters. I don't think he's going to redeem them. Honestly, I feel like he's just going to keep diving into that. Like, these people are, like, bad. And here's, like, genuine people who are not nice people. This is genuinely their thoughts. And we're going to explore that. And you're going to hate it. And it's just going to be an interesting character study and shitty people. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to that. I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, when you read this at first, it's kind of like, oh, they're just being, like, needlessly very mean and terrible. I I think that that might be the best descriptive word 
that I've heard in regards to these people is needlessly. Yes. <laughs> like, to what end are you doing any of the things that you're doing? Right. That is such a great question because, like, at this point, it, like, at this point, they could have chosen to come to, like, when April called Christopher to come out to Starbucks, like, that could have been a moment where he was like, I want to spend time with like he could have done that in a way that would have humanized him and made us Mm -hmm. like him a little bit more he chose not to he needlessly chose to be a dickwad and like they could have come together after they got the steel blades and like had a discussion and like had those moments they needlessly chose not to Mm -hmm. it's just like it's like a two book dick measuring contest at this point yeah it's unnecessary very excited for book three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tim has given me hope. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> Tim is our Catherine in this moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the highest of compliments. <sighs> yeah, these guys are buck wild. Yeah. You guys ready for the next chapter? Because it starts real strong. Yeah. Said very sarcastically. So they all go to find a stream in the jungle, and they're drinking. Christopher's checking out April in the stream when she leans over a little much, I guess. Punch and, him. Yeah, punch him right in the dick. Anyways, uh, that's when they notice David's missing. And they're like, David, calling into the jungle. And he, of course, doesn't answer. So they go to the beach, and they find his footprints. And, of course, he drew a message in the sand. And it says, gone fishing. No, it doesn't. It says, going after her. Because he's going after Senna. Great. So everyone stands around and argues for a bit. Like, we don't have to go. We could go. We don't have to. Maybe. Maybe not. And Christopher goes into this whole argument about why they can't go. The argument is they can't go because he is the sidekick character. David's clearly the hero. He's the sidekick. And Jaleel is black. And so they will both die. Because in the movies, the sidekick and the black guy always die. Which is a weird fucking racist argument and then he's like but april don't worry we haven't forgotten about you if there's a sequel to this the hot chick also dies what and like jaleel and april are literally like my guy this isn't an argument this is the ramblings of a madman this is not an argument and uh then they go after him because that's not a fucking argument don't split the party don't split the party. I do all the time. Don't split the party. Tim doesn't like how I play D&D. <laughs> Tim doesn't like my D&D style. <laughs> he don't. I just... This was. This should have never been a conversation. David should have never left because yeah. don't split the party. And then as soon as David left, they should have gone back to get him because don't split the party. That's what like, they I do. Like, I don't... Yeah. This, we... It, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, the only other important point is that uh, April does bring up, like, super cool and casual that, like, hey, you guys are under Senna's spell. And at first they're like, but what spell? This isn't, we're not under a spell. And then she's like, then how did we all show up at the lake? And they're like, uh, crazy random happenstance. Not a spell. It's a fucking spell. April's, why doesn't everybody just listen to April? 
Because mm- she's just sex. Oh, yes. I forget. She's merely an object that talks. Yes. I, I, I do feel like she should have... If she'd have told them that they were in a cult, mm-hmm. the Cinecult, yeah. <laughs> maybe they would have listened. Maybe if she hadn't used the word spell, she'd have used the word cult. I feel like those spells... Because <laughs> Jaleel doesn't like magic. Yeah, right, Sorry. right. We have to real world it up a little bit. But here's why I think that wouldn't have worked. Because saying they're in a cult puts the onus on them for having fallen for trickery, whereas spell implies they had nothing to do, like they are at no fault. I see. Uh-huh. So I think she was actually playing the game correctly because God forbid she told the boys something was their fault and they could escape. Yeah, if only they were mentally strong enough, they wouldn't. Right. They wouldn't. This is fair. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it in this part that uh Jaleel was being like super cagey about why he showed up? Or was that later? Yeah, yeah. He's like, people go for drives all the time. That's why you can park at the lake. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, who are you trying to fool? <laughs> right. Right. And also this begs the question, when did he sleep with Senna? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if we're following the rules that are set forth. He's under her thrall. When did they make out, at least, if not more? Her saliva <laughs> is the, is the, <laughs> the spell vehicle. Her, her venom. Her I just, venom. I just realized how bad that, like, so what happened was basically the three boys have all, like, had relations with Senna of some sort. And so Mm -hmm. they've, like, swapped spit. But for April, it was probably when they were five. Like, she held down April and spit in her mouth to, like, bully her as her sister or whatever. Dude! And April's been drawn into this, like, through bullying. Whereas the rest of them have all been drawn in through sex. What if it's more of a Medusa situation? Where it's just the eyes? Like, maybe it it doesn't have to be a physical contact. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know, because... It seems like at the end of this book, it's very clearly a physical contact thing. I like, think you're, I think you're jaleeling it a little bit. I think this is a magic place, and maybe, maybe well, the no, rules specifically referring to. Sorry, not to jump to the end. Spoilers for ten minutes from now. At the end of the book, <laughs> <laughs> she has to touch their face before she can like destroy oh, all of their. Yeah, like I fair. don't think she's powerful enough to do it without touch yet. Okay. Oh. Oh, I think God. it's touch. Spit in particular. <laughs> <laughs> Swap spit. Hell yeah. Gross. I wish I had magic spit. I'm only going to refer to my spit as venom from now on. That's fucking metal. That's yeah, I know, metal right? <laughs> right? <laughs> my tannum. Venom, venom, venom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys ready for the next part of this? It's... Interesting. So they track David on the beach because it turns out that even when one runs away and leaves a note in the sand, if you're wearing sneakers in Everworld, you can be found. So they follow his footprints on the beach. Some Jesus shit. A second pair of footprints (laughs) appeared beside it. And they know he was not walking alone, (laughs) but with Senna. And then there was oh, no. again Senna one Jesus. set of footprints because Senna carried him. Oh no! Are, are, the, are the boys Senna's disciples? Yes. 
Oh no! Yes, they are. April is Judas. <laughs> Judas, no! Murder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for interrupting. <laughs> Why are you sorry for bringing that thought to the table? What the fuck? T-H-O-T. T-H-O-T, <laughs> that thought to our long table, you are now feeding nine other people through the joke meats that you brought to this joke table. Through my, my bread body. <laughs> through your bread body and, and your wine, wine blood. blood. <laughs> you have turned yeah. this joke water into joke wine, potent <laughs> and irreplaceable. And there were fishes. Comedy union. Fishes. Comedy, Comedy union. Oh no. Oh, please continue. <laughs> okay. I don't know how it's going to be better than that, but all right. It's not. It's terrible. So they follow his stupid footprints in the stupid jungle, and Christopher throws an entire pity party for himself because David is stupid and Jaleel is stupid and April doesn't want to have sex with him, and that's not how the script is written because he wrote the script in his head. This isn't like his sitcoms at all. He doesn't like it. And then he's like, I also don't like it because I am acting like a shitty person. I didn't think I was a shitty person, but it turns out I'm a shitty person. And that was the one part where I was like, hey, buddy, you're right. You are a shitty person. And you should think about that a little more. Uh, so anyways, that's it until they catch up to David, who's standing on a big rock observing the city. And they can see fires burning in there, smoke everywhere, and many, many thousands of people wandering out into the jungle. Yep, he uh, he did have a little moment of self-realization. Yep. Thank God. Yeah. I hope he acts on it. Yeah. He's literally mad at April because she has no interest in having sex with him. Which is, like, so true to life, but, like, come on. <laughs> That's definitely a thing that happens routinely. So it, it is, though. It kind uh, of is. Like, how many times, not, like, not, like, with people that we know and hang out with and love, but, like, how many times have you been on, like, Reddit and somebody's like, you're hot, and the girl's like, incels. oh, God, and then they're like, I hate you because you don't want to have sex with me now, and they're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Yep. He's Reddit. He's the human embodiment of Reddit. <laughs> oh, no. He sucks. He sucks. <laughs> Oh, I got friend zoned. Oh. It's not, not even friend zoned. Yes, you're not even, even a, friend. a friend. Yeah, you're just a piece of shit. Enemy zoned. Enemy zoned. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. It's oh, it's a blow to my ego. The girls didn't want to have sex with me. I've sex with all sorts of girls. Fuck right off a cliff. No one wants to have sex with you, my guy. No one. Not no a one. Single one. You have a small dick, and everyone knows it. I'm just going to start negging him now, because I just don't like I him. was like, wow. They didn't say that in the book. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was just me starting rumors at his high school, in my mind. <laughs> I'm just tired of him, and I thought I'd bring him down a little bit. Okay. I went a little off the rails for the next few chapters. Good. I'm yeah, excited. It's okay. Oh, yeah. 
I really focused on the things I was interested in and I stopped reporting on the things I wasn't interested in because that's good journalism. (laughs) (laughs) All right. These idiots all walk into the city. Their footsteps seeming incongruous with the area around them because there's nothing. They walked and walked and walked and walked and through some sort of instinct went to the middle of the city right up to the giant temple where they just almost got sacrificed. They walk up the steps. There's no bodies now. The bodies are all gone. There's blood everywhere, but no bodies. And Christopher absently is like, don't slip on the blood because he's fucking weird. And as they make it to the top of the steps, they hear a noise. Was it their imaginations running wild? A rat? A god? Or was it a man? That's it. What is a man except a rat? I know. I was like, am I supposed to answer? Yeah. Oh, is is man? It was a man. It was a man. It was definitely a man. Yeah. It was a thin old man. Yeah. Rummaging through the temple. <laughs> Casey, are you okay? I just I kind of lost my shit when I found out who this was. Okay, me too. Okay, so I'm going to talk about this. Okay, so this man is rummaging through the temple trying to find like some shit, and they immediately are like, why are you here? Who are you? What are you doing? And the man basically speaks in like riddle like he's clearly very confident in his own capabilities which should have been red flag number one for them but they're like we're four teens adults fear nothing more than teens so they're like trying to find shit out from him and like you know threatening him and blah blah blah. and like they're like is anyone else here and they're like nobody but me and him and they're like who's him and he points up and they see witzelapoctly hanging over him slumped over staring right at them bloated and gross and they're like, oh, my God, is he is he dead? And he's like, nope, he's just fat from feasting. That's it. That's the whole thing. That's what he said. And the old man's like, all right, I'm going to dip, kids. I've stolen the shit I need to steal. Goodbye. And they're all like, wait, 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 wait. Where are you going? And he's like, I said goodbye, you insolent idiots. And they tried to chase him. And so he conjures up stone around Jaleel's feet that moves like water and then re-solidifies over his own feet. And then David's like chasing after him and his cloak comes to life and starts choking him out, which is so fucking cool. And April and Christopher don't move. They're like, okay, okay, old man, we see that you have powers. But like, also, where's Senna? Oh, that's right. They did ask about Senna like a hundred fucking times. And this old man's like, I don't know anything about Senna. Senna's gone. She's gone away. And then he's like, well, I do know she's a witch and she's gone. I don't know where she went. I don't care. Goodbye. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. What's your name? And he's like, oh, well, our paths will probably cross again. So I will tell you, you may call me Merlin. And then poof, he's gone. And we're like, yes, Merlin's here, which is so cool. That's what I was like anyways. Wait. Could Senna be from Merlin's land? Yes. Could she be? Okay, wait, hold on. There's Guinevere. There's the Lady of the Lake. Is it bad that I just almost said Gerlin? Like girl Merlin. Gerlin. <laughs> no. No, that's not bad at all. <laughs> okay, then. My sister. I think girl. that should be a thing. <laughs> There are some who call me Tim. <laughs> oh no! Anyway, um, cause, cause, cause he was all like, he was all like, never use another man's tool or a woman's. And I was like, Lady of the Lake. 
Cause she, cause she brought them all the weapons. Cause of the in the in the. Sandals, I don't know the, the watery tart handing out the weapons watery is a form tart of government distributing stores. Yeah, I that... don't know. I have no idea. <sighs> like she could be any number of like mythological. Are you saying Senna Narnia them? Like. Uh. You're it's, forever it's been... cursed to be the kings and queens of this land. You must oh. rule. Oh. Because she oh. gave them swords. She did give them swords. I thought you meant like Arnold involving Arnold. them falling through a wardrobe. Yeah, she did also oh, put yeah, them in the yeah, closet yeah. with her fucking homophobic commentary. So, yes, Tim, <laughs> away. Wow. wow. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry, Tim. Wow. Wow. Are you okay? Um, no, that one. Wow. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I mean, so we keep have we have so many guesses about what Senna could be. Yeah. Not cool. That's a fact. Yeah. Not the best. She's terrible. She kind of sucks. Just like the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like we have Merlin now. Like, how cool is that? I love because, like, okay, this this fucks everything because like Everworld has gods. I wouldn't put Merlin at like god level in terms of like there was not like a organized religion around him. So this is kind of like extending not only to gods and aliens but also to like mythological story figures as well which is nuts this opens a lot of possibilities Uh uh-huh like if there's a merlin there's arthur there's there could be a a frodo knights of the round table we don't swear we're able um there could be a Frodo. There could be Galadriel. There could be an Aslan. There could be a Mary Poppins. Holy um, shit. <laughs> that, okay. All right. What the fuck <laughs> if, though, you go to the next temple of the next war god that's doing some bullshit? Oh, that's right. Merlin also threw shade at war gods. But the next time... What happens is they're in the temple searching for something, and then this woman, just perfect posture, feet like red part, comes in on the umbrella. Mm -hmm. I'm in. I've read somewhere that Mary Poppins and Pennywise the Clown are the same species. (laughs) What? Because they both carry a floating device? Oh, I don't know why. I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline, and I'm like, well, that's fun. Oh, man, I gotta find that. It's like a fan Tim, theory or something. That's the most Alex story you've ever told. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I was like, I bet if I read this, I'm going to be disappointed. So I'm just going to leave it here because I love it. Yeah. <laughs> They're the same species. Yep. <laughs> Oh, Pennywise could be in Everworld. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Well, do they have sewers? 
They would if Pennywise is there. Okay, but if <laughs> they don't have sewers, how did Pennywise get there? It's a chicken and the egg scenario, Tim. They were created simultaneously when they came through the portal. Right. Sewers. Oh, God. Because, like, caves occur in nature. The second I see a toilet <laughs> yeah. in this series, I'm out. I know Pennywise is there. Caves are just nature's sewers. That's not true <laughs> at all. It's not. Wait, it's not. Wait, wait. But it works that way. No, it doesn't. It does. <laughs> in terms of, what? like, mythological spiders. What? Yeah. No, go on. Shelob? Shelob oh, doesn't haven't... live in the toilets. Yeah. She does live in a okay. cave. He does live in a cave. Pennywise? No, the no, spider. spider. She, have you oh. seen it? You haven't I've seen, seen it? I've seen the original movie like 25 years With Tim ago. Tim Curry? Okay, do you remember the, yeah. the spider at the end? No. Oh, yeah, no. see, there you go. I don't remember that, but I have seen the movie. That, I've seen Lord of the Rings. It's not helpful if you don't remember it. Well, I never promised to remember anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> got that going for me. <laughs> okay, so there's a toilet spider in it. In it. I don't. <laughs> 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 there's a toilet spider, isn't it? There's a toilet spider, isn't it? <laughs> This leads us right back to the chimney sweeps. It's just burnt now. <laughs> oh my god, the Vikings are gonna lose those shit. They lose their shit when the dancing penguins come out. They're gonna fucking lose it. <laughs> They're gonna tap dance with the penguins. <laughs> They're gonna lose their fucking minds. <laughs> are they doing thriller? Is yeah, that's what I thought. No, they do like the, the spins and stuff. They do. Little little with penguins doing thriller. <laughs> Their little flappy arms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Okay. Well, shit. Do it. Okay. Sorry. All right. The kids fuck off to the woods lamenting their lack of food. And they're like, well, the only food up for grabs is people jerky. So they continue on until they see something ahead or hear something ahead. I don't know. I kind of was skimming at this point a little bit and forgot which one it was. So they're like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to flip coins, and the loser has to walk into this camp all smiley and happy and glad to be there. And they flip the coins, and Christopher is the one who has to go. And so he's, like, sitting there, like, first he's, like, best out of three, but they're like, no, you fucking loser. Get into camp. And then he's like, all right, well, I'll do it. And they're like, okay, wait, 20-ish minutes and then walk in so we can be in position. For what? I don't know. Where? I don't know. This plan is, listen, this isn't me not reading. This is a haphazard plan. Yeah, I didn't understand it at all. No, not even a little. So, like, Christopher just waits for 20 minutes. Also, there's a very weird comment from April about how she could shave her legs with the Swiss Army blade with the steel of the... Stop. Yeah, just stop. Just stop. That's not even from Christopher. That's just... That's just from in general observation. So anyways, they're like, okay, we'll go. So Christopher waits what he assumes is 20 minutes, probably five, and he walks in, and it's Santa. She's sitting cross-legged by the fire. She has corn cakes. She gives him one, which good for you and your weird corn cakes. It's corn. (laughs) Got the juice. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So yeah, then after... 
they realize like this is it's Senna. Christopher's like, everybody get in here. It's cool. And Senna's like, oh, they're alive, like very casually. Like she does not give a shit that anybody is alive. She doesn't. They all walk in like one by one and like David walks in and he looks like a little disappointed and Senna looks a little disappointed at him and like Jaleel walks in and then April walks in and fucking slaps her across the face because April did what we all wanted from the get-go. Yay. Slapped her across the face. But then, then Senna does the most irritating fucking thing in the world. She just like sneers at April. Like, all right, slap me. All right. And it's like, and Christopher compares it to like, a 90 pound gymnast slapping this huge linebacker. Like it, it, Senna doesn't even bother with April. It doesn't, it's not even, she won't even lower herself to respond to it, which would drive me nuts. And then I'd end up beating the shit out of her. Cause like, that's the worst possible thing you can do in that moment. But I digress. <laughs> so, uh, then there's like this weird conversation that happens between April and Senna where like April's like, you've been like this ever since we were kids ever since. And then like, she shuts down and, and Senna's like, tell him April, tell him what happened when we were kids. And April won't, of course. And then Senna just gives away corn cakes. Doesn't even care. It's like basically listening to their stories. Like she doesn't give a shit. She knows what happened. She's in control. She's all powerful. There's nothing that's going to bother her until someone mentions Merlin. And then she's like, Merlin, Merlin's here. Did you tell him where I was? Did you tell him about me? Did you talk about me? Oh my God. Cause she's like a teen on Instagram. Can you tell him about me? Uh, but she's freaking out. And then she starts doing this thing where like, she walks up to David first and places her hand on his face. And she's like, David, will you come, will you come rescue me? Will you save me? Will you fight for me? And David immediately is like in love with her again. It's like, absolutely. I will. Then she walks up to Christopher who just watched this happen, knows what's coming, but still lets her hand make contact with his face and she's like, swear to me, swear you'll defend me, swear you'll love me forever. And Christopher's like, yes, of course. And like in his head, all of like the, the like not going to do it, like all of the reluctance is replaced with this drive to defend Senna and blah, blah, blah. She's doing it to Jaleel, but like the sky is darkening and there's like rumbling and chaos coming in. And like Christopher looks up and he sees this giant, like black figure with like its mouth hanging open with flames coming out of it. And it's like super backlit by like the massive amount of flame that's building up in its mouth. And he sees Senna turn away from Jaleel. And as she does, he can see the fire lighting up her face and she's got this devious vampire smirk. Merlin's dragon has arrived. And that's the end. That's where they stop. And I got very excited. Yo! Yeah, that's a, a pretty fantastic place to it's end a it. Fucking amazing place to end it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I loved the last chapter or so of this. Yeah. Yeah, because we got what we wanted. Senna's the fucking bad guy. And now there's a dragon who might be the good guy. Yeah. So excited. And Merlin's here. Yeah. It's incredible. Shit. Uh, Yeah. Same, like, we leave off in exactly almost the same spot, though, where it's like, I still don't care about these people. No. But this dragon and, and the appearance of Merlin, I'm like, I need to know more about this world. More, more, more. Yeah. I See, I got... Yes, I still don't care about, like, the characters, the main characters, but I am now very invested in Merlin, who seems like the good guy, like, trickster good guy, who I loved. Mm -hmm. And now that Senna is, like, confirmed, like, definite, like, evil power person, 
and a yeah. dragon appearing. I'm very invested in all of this storytelling now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of wonder, like, again, it's very much too soon to tell, but I wonder how it would have been if the characters were actually likable and we were actually rooting for them. And like, again, it's way too yeah. soon. I'm like, this is kind of a question for like the end of the series. Personal, but... personal preference. Yeah. Like in, the, in no way, any kind of like commentary on the the quality or whatever. Yeah. I, that's, that's me. That's the story that I always want. Yeah. Is the, I don't, I don't know. Like every story ever focuses on the conflict of the, of the group. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the inter, I don't want that anymore. I want external conflict. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want the well-oiled machine team that 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 works well together and makes goofs along the way. Mm-hmm. That's my jam. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so, I'm so interested to see why these characters suck so much. Like, yeah. Why are yeah. they so shit? Like, there's got, like... Look at the Animorphs. Beautiful, wonderful. We love them. We've loved them from the beginning. You know, like, and like, you know, feelings fluctuate throughout the series. Like, I didn't like Rachel at first, and then I loved Rachel, and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. How dare you? I know. I know (laughs) we've talked about this. But like, you didn't like Cassie at first, and then later. Anyway, so. Hang on. I know, I know. Oh, oh. (laughs) It's more nuanced than that. But, but like, that's what I mean. It's like, obviously, right? really lovable yeah. character it's like it's a, it's a choice to make them so shitty and i want to know what yeah. the choice is and i don't want to wait damn it god <laughs> i hope and i so hope the answer is like senna's like they're in senna's thrall and they are going to break out of it and grow as characters and like realize I, like mm-hmm. that's that'll be so good i yeah like that whole scene where she's like clearly going around and like mind mind fucking to them it's like that's so interesting because like we got like little little hints of that already but this is like confirmation and that's why i partially think that like she's like feeding on the darkness inside them and making them like she is the one ring oh my god oh my yeah say this I don't know. You might have already said <laughs> this. So okay. This is well, okay. They they literally used like Tolkien light in this book. They used the term Tolkien light to describe Everworld. Senna could be the human embodiment of the One mm-hmm. Ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, Tim. Buy into my theory. <laughs> Tim's not looking I, sold. Buy into my man, theory, I'm Tim. Not, I'm not. Uh, I kind of. You know what? If if David goes full Gollum, <laughs> like, like okay, you know, he's, he's but we like, don't have to get to that point. We could be Isildur, we could be Frodo. Like we don't have to be at Gollum point yet, which is what I'm gonna call it. If anybody ever points a gun at me, <laughs> Gollum point. <laughs> Come on, Tim. Come on. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Fine. Don't buy into my wild theories. I also maybe thought that, like, because Senna's brainwashing each of the boys, and 
I, we don't know about Jaleel, but we assume there's like a romantic, you know, or a sexual connection between her and each of them. It's like, what if they're all like competing with each other to like mm-hmm. be her champion or some shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. She's trying to amass a boy army. <laughs> oh my God. That's, isn't that just the plot to Twilight? Isn't that just what they fucking did with the baby vampires? Like made them fight to be the superior vampires? Like that's yeah. Jasper's whole storyline. Mm-hmm. 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 Shit. Senna's Jasper. Would that make her? Well, okay. Hmm. No, she, I've compared this book Veronica. to Twilight more than I'm comfortable with. It's. Mm. I'm. Uh, damn it! I can't get there. I think your foliage thing really messed me up. It threw me off my game. <laughs> Because you know what? Chef Boy Army was right there. And I couldn't do anything with it. I couldn't couldn't get there. You couldn't roll Violi with it. Come on, Tim. Chef Boy Army. It it was the impossible mission. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Get lost in the sauce, baby. (laughs) Spaghetti out of here. Anyways, this is just Twilight fan fiction. No, Twilight is fan fiction of Everworld now. That part. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she is the Jasper in this scenario, creating baby yeah. boys to fight each other <laughs> all Be- across Mexico. <laughs> Beef- beefaroni. Beefaroni. I'm just going to sit here and just madly say beefaroni because I can't come up <laughs> with anything. It's just... You might have to noodle around with that one a little uh, more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Pun punched. It was super effective. Yep. But yeah, this is this is the Jasper story. Maybe. Maybe. There's all sorts of shit going on. There's I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, we're trying to orient our... Well, I'm trying to orient myself through other stories. <laughs> through other shitty stories. Well, I would, I would argue Lord of the Rings isn't shitty, but yeah, no, Twilight no, okay. is very right, shitty. Fair. It's, fair. It's, it's a little shitty. <laughs> Just a little shitty as a treat. <laughs> small dog shit treat. A small dog shit. Not a, not a Fenrir-sized shit. <laughs> I definitely thought the dragon was going to be like Quetzalcoatl or something. Oh, I I thought for sure they were just going to be like, this is Smog. This is Smog. Smog. He is fire. He is death. Did they did they tell you the dragon's name at the end of the book? Mm-mm. So y'all are just making assumptions. Yeah. Wild okay. ones. Okay. Faceless wild assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. Just 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 making sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unlike you, we don't know what happened. <laughs> or if the dragon even has a name, Tim. Yeah, what's his name, Tim? Yeah, Tim. Um, Tobias. To- no. So, no. <laughs> he's an awful dragon. He's an awful dragon. Yeah, he stayed in dragon morph more than two hours. He likes Listen. flying though. If I was going to be a Nothlet, a dragon yeah, no, would be... Yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
<sighs> I feel good about that choice. Are dragons yeah. immortal? I, I think it depends on what lore you go with, whether or not they're <laughs> immortal, but they are certainly extreme, like crazy long lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy long. Is it okay, Toothless? Well, I'm pretty sure Toothless isn't immortal. No. Yeah. I can't wait for the funeral dirge version of the da 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 You can write yeah, it's a, in the minor you can write it a, a Toothlogy. 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 A Fury G. Night Fury. Night Fury. This is yeah. Breed. Thanks. Night Fury, Tim. <laughs> I, I knew that. Did you? I, yeah, I honestly knew that. How did we... How? How did you... I don't know. I don't know. Huh? I don't know how that one stuck in the did brain. Did you see the movie? I did. Okay. Like, Maybe that's why. Years ago. It's a great movie. It is. I kind of want to watch they, it again. They made a second one. They made like they three. Made, did they and, make a th- That's what I was going to ask if there was a third one. And like a bunch of TV shows too on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the third one, but I would like to. What's the third one? Oh, with the with the, the White the... Night Fury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The White Fury. The White Fury. No, that sounds that sounds yeah, weird. Yeah, that yeah. That sounds like, like a book title one. of a book that I'm not too sure I have any business yeah, reading. No. <laughs> no, I don't like that. I don't like that. Anyway. I didn't like the second one. No. Yeah, I could see that. Even though Kate Blanchett was in it. Yeah, but Kate Blanchett can only elevate so much. Yeah. Like, the only thing I remember from Ocean's 8 was Kate Blanchett in the suit. Kate Blanchett was Galadriel. Gal- yep. Galadriel. How do you say that? Galadriel. 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 And her husband was Celebrimbor, or Celebrimbor, depending on who you ask. But her husband was in it for like two seconds. He was also at Helm's Deep. Was he? I believe so. That was Haldir. Haldir was also at Helm's Deep. Yeah. I believe they were at... Hel- Hel-deer. Haldir. Hel-deer. Yeah. H-E-L-L. H-A-L. Haldir. Oh, no. No, not anymore. Oh. That's what I want my biker name to be. I want to be the Hell Deer. Hell Deer. But like D E R. But he drives a John Deere instead of a motorcycle. (laughs) Everybody's like zooming by on on their hogs, and he's just like. (laughs) Everybody knows stay out of the Hell Deer's way. I think a Hell Deer is just a moose. (laughs) <laughs> oh no anyway if it isn't it is now yeah it should be bloody meat sheets bloody meat sheets nature's metal as fuck guys <laughs> Welp. i'm very excited for book three i'm so excited immeasurably excited Tim's just nodding mm-hmm. quietly. I am very excited to talk about book three. 
Okay, I'll go read it. Out. Right, yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just hang up and go. Just hang up the call and go. No outro. No seven minute outro. Just to hang up. Like, <laughs> all right, bye. We're gonna leave you hanging. Where can you find us? Who the fuck knows? I'm out. I'm I'm in the ever world. I'm in, I'm in the sleep ever world. I go to Emeralds when I sleep. I want one of those like out of the office responses. It just says in the Everworld. <laughs> I'm in the. You're out of this world. <laughs> <sighs> Have you guys seen those away messages that you can hire like Icelandic horses to type yes. for you on a giant yes. keyboard? Yeah. Have I have I brought this up before? I think in I our line know. of work, it's just bound to come up. Okay. <laughs> it's very important. Yeah. So. In our horse girls in. Horse girls in. Horse girls in. Horse girls in. <laughs> horse girl in. Horse. Oh, yeah, like, like Merlin. Merlin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought you were just saying horse, horse girls in around or something like that. And then I was like, wait a minute. That sounds familiar. Like we mentioned it maybe 20 minutes ago. I got there. It was gone from my mind. I thought this was a new thing that we were doing. <laughs> right. Any other thoughts about this book, T-H-O-T? Christopher be better. Christopher yeah. do better. All all of them do better. Yeah. 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 All Christopher of them just offended me the most. Yeah. We were in his head. Boy, howdy! Am I not looking forward to getting into Jaleel's head? I hope yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised. I hope so. I don't see how, but I hope. <gasps> yeah. Like Carol, just like yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know. We got we got two stinkers in a row. I'm kind of like, hmm. Didn't expect too much. Uh, two stinky dudes. Two stinky guys just hanging out. Being guys apart. being dudes. <laughs> just guys being guys. Okay, uh, shall we do an outro? Yeah, probably. Okay. If you want to talk to us about Everworld or literally anything we've ever talked about ever and even things we haven't talked about, you can do that at anonymousanimorphs at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at Animorphs Anonymous. Go to Apple Grant Book Club. Find us on Twitter at Animorphs Anon or Apple Grant Cast. Find us on Instagram at Animorphs Anonymous or Apple Grant Cast. All of those places you can find us to talk about these things. Or you could not do any of that. You can come to our Discord server and talk to us there. Uh, but you will have to hit us up on any of our socials to get the link to that Discord server. Because I can't I can't link to you that Discord server in this voice talk mouth Try. situation. All right. All right. Okay. I uh, Let's see. What, what's, what's next? Do I demand things? What do I do? Pro- Wait. <laughs> no. Okay. After Discord, what happens? Tim, uh, right in here. Save us. Okay. okay. Alex. Yeah. I I need to know where I can I I can hear more of of your voice. Oh, I was Sorry. gonna ask where I could hear more of your voice. Oh, 
Uh, it turns out it's the same place for a lot of stuff. Uh, what? Yeah, you can hear all three of us on Late Starters with Austin. Or you, you can hear uh, the two of us on Horse Girls, unless you want to like do some Patreon stuff, then you can hear Casey too. But we, we, we put her behind the paywall. That's uh, rightfully so. <laughs> or, or, oh, no. or you could you could like just message me uh, at Rebo Beware on Twitter, and I'll tell you some other stuff, other places you can find me. But what if it was what if it was just Alex that I wanted to hear? You're out of luck. I bring <laughs> people with That's... me to everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. What if Alex minus ten? Oh, well, I don't know why you'd want that, but. <laughs> I guess, I guess you could go to Dungeons and Draken Beams, and hear me play Animorphs D and D, live and shit. Mm-hmm. I guess Tim's mm-hmm. not there. Jenna's there though, and Austin's there, and Nate's there. So, okay. Well, all right, Casey. Is it, I'm tired of listening to stuff. What I I don't want to listen to stuff anymore. What do I do? Never again, please. Okay, well, I have an activity that you can do that does not involve the the hearing and the audio sensibility. Um, unless you want to listen to music along with it, because it's a music comic that I make and draw. It's called B-Side You. Uh, you can go read that for free at B-S-I-D-E-Y-O-U-Comic.com. You can read it on Tapas and Webtoons. You can decide that you like it enough to maybe be like hey Casey needs some some dollars so she can eventually quit her freelance job and make comic full time that'd be really cool that's a that's a very far distant pipe dream you don't have to do that but you can go to patreon.com slash Studios if you want to I don't know hang out there and look at the things that you could probably get if you decided to throw me a dollar or two, whatever, I don't know. You do. You do want to do that. You do. You I'll tell you. I'll tell you, you do want to do that. Yes. You definitely want to do this. You're welcome. <laughs> I just steered you in the right direction, dear listener. Mm-hmm. And for only $875 a month, you can get the Slater cast. And all of that money goes back into renovating the Dan van so that Dan and I can take our Slater cast on tour and basically this month what we need is giant banners that say besideyoucomic.com uh, so that we can direct people there. That's B-side, like the B-side of an album, B-S-I-D-E-Y-O-U-Comic.com. And also because we are going to get a fucking cool as hell wizard rap for the Dan van because we need an awesome wizard on the side of our van. Oh, and my I'm God. sorry. We need it. Okay? Oh, no. Oh no! I really want to draw a, a B-side you wizard round now. Yes, it is a like B-side Danny you with a guitar. Do with not like be confused. And shit. It, that's exactly what this is: is a B-side you wizard on the day. Oh my bed. god! I gotta do this. Yeah. So we need all that money, please. I want to buy an old truck, and I want to get Casey to airbrush Danny. On the tailgate of that truck. Slater, but all right. No, I, you, Slater you keep, on the van, Danny on the truck. You, you keep pronouncing Danny wrong. <laughs> Danny is the best. Fine. You know what? I, I'm going to pay Casey 30 more dollars than whatever you're going to pay her, and she's going to do Marceau <laughs> on your truck, and you're going to feel very stupid. I'm not. Because 
Marceau is better than Slater. There, I said it. <laughs> How dare <Yeah>. you, sir? <laughs> That's a fucking trash opinion that you have. <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> this is my favorite thing. I, I love that comic a lot. Everybody, go, go give Casey money so we can get more. Yeah, please. <laughs> I need so, so I can get more. Money. That's the truth of it. So I can get more. Yeah, please pay <laughs> for our addictions. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I've had oh. enough of Tim and his trash opinions. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> join us next time when we go into a, maybe a better head space of of the book three. Yes, I Fucking hope foliage. Fucking foliage, man. It's right there. You'll get him next time, bud. Oh. Cue the Rocky training montage. <laughs> 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 <laughs>